You've got a friend in Bisbee. <laughs> you calling? No, he's calling us. Oh, he is? Oh. Well, look at that. Wow. I wouldn't call us. I have no idea how to fucking use Skype. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I still use Hotmail. <laughs> you have to have Skype. So yeah. I was trying to get Skype off of my fucking computer because a few people had my thing and I didn't know how to turn it off so it would ring constantly. But you can't not have Skype. <laughs> Maybe I should have fucking figured this out not, not two minutes before. Alright, let me play with it. I'll call you back if I if I if I'm not Skyping, I'll be calling. Alright. Okay. Thanks a million. Alright. Bye bye. I was Doug. He was on my phone. <laughs> Were you taping through this? Mm-hmm. Good man. Good. Me, we have. Yeah. So, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Does it look like this? What's your favorite humming sound? <laughs> what's your favorite humming noise? Can we schedule this for later in the week? My tour manager gets back Wednesday night. He knows how to do all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, 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 we're on your schedule, so... Uh, but well, yeah, it's Thursday evening is tentative. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry about this. Hey, no problem. Right. Th- 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 thanks so much. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, man. Thanks a million. All right. All right. All right. Bye bye. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, now that we're all here. <laughs> so why don't, why don't you tell, how did you, did you first find out about Doug, Doug from, uh, from John? No, no, what no. What episode no. is this, Chad? <laughs> Are we doing that now? Yeah. <laughs> we just, this is, or will be, at some point. Chad's kite. Mm-hmm. Episode 90 of Slabbercast. 9-0? Yes. Is that what comes after 89? It'll be a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah. Now and then. But you'll hear three-parter. Yeah. 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 So, yes. Our guest today... Is Doug Stanhope. The one, the only. Yeah. Stanhope. Comedian, um, author, gad about town. And actor. Actor. Yes. He's really super cool and easy to, easy, to, easy to work with. So As you can hear in the yeah, yeah. phone conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our good friend, June uh, Narnia. I, forget, I just can't get her, get her name right. She's a beautiful little Italian woman in Nebraska. Uh, great hair. Talks all the time. Um, anyway, so we were, we, and we often discuss comedies, uh, sketches, comedy writers, comedy, comedians, stand up, comedy shows, blah, 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 on and on and on. Doug, so, cause we were talking about one of Doug's routines and how his, his intellectual, uh, uh, matter that's 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 put into these just nobody can rip off his comedy which you which you know if you've ever watched any of these things before one thing i can't stand is theft especially of you know uh, uh, stealing jokes or stealing music or stealing you know ideas blah 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 so uh uh our friend up in nebraska goes you should get doug on the show he goes and i know the person so we get introduced at uh at uh the house concert to uh to Jeff Vandenberg, uh, who knows Doug, emailed him. Doug said, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And as you heard on the phone, just could not be more real and more tempting. And, and then and I, I just, I, I beg all of you, just read the book. Uh, Digging Up Mother. Digging Up Mother. That's the book, yeah. The book I just read, yeah. And? Fucking awesome. I mean, it's it's just, it really I mean, start, just start to finish. Laughing out, literally laughing, reading and laughing out loud is 
is it, it's such a rare thing, I think, to to have someone be that funny that you actually physically laugh out loud. And yeah. I was every couple of pages, I just start laughing because it was just just the way he puts his words together and the way he describes stuff is super smart, but also just the, the funniest thing you'll read. And an all original. I mean, yeah. he, he's a completely original. And yeah. I put him up there with people like Cat Williams uh, just for their. Cat Williams is as a performer is the complete. The polar opposite of Dugstown in that he's running all over the city. Doug will not, he, he won't stray too far from the drink or the cigarette or the, you know, it's, it's a complete, two different, but two, and anyway, I want to keep most of this for, for our Q and A with, yeah. you know, Mr. Doug Stanhope. Now, Chad, you're listening to his, his current book. No encore for the donkey. For the donkey. Yeah. yeah. And it's only it's only an audio it's right only now. Audio it's right going right to be now. paperback in the new year. Yeah. Cause that's why, that's why I'm waiting. I, I want to read it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And I hadn't, I hadn't read his first one, but I will. Um, and he talks about the process of getting the first book done in this book. It's one of the many things he talks about. And uh, how he, he the, the act, actual act of writing it was was a pain in the ass. Like he, he uh, it was like the, I, coming up with the idea where the book was more fun than actually going through the process of writing it. I believe that. But yeah, he's, he said he's a great writer. I, I was thinking that many, many times. It's that he's When he goes into describing, especially describing people and the situations that they're in and the, the, the quality of the experience that they're entrenched in, whatever it is he's trying to describe, it's so poetic and like almost like uh, the thing that came to mind was Charles Bukowski, yeah. the poet. You know? I can see that. In in listening to a stand, watching a stand up, reading the book, you'll just you realize, and the first thing you get a sense of is how incredibly real, honest, just one of us he is. He's in in that no candy coating it, no no just you know no twists and turns, straight to it. And and a lot of the a lot of my complaints with with other comedians would be the milking that milking that joke and taking as much time as you can to to build it and it really didn't need the you know you really could have just gone you know cut out all the middle and just gone and killed with the punchline but he doesn't you know he 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 does that he goes right for the juggler and then he moves on and whereas the you know the 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 a lot of comedians that I've seen and heard are just spending way too much time on the setup, on the setup, or even, or even milking the, and, and I hate to to call him a comedian, but but somebody like uh, Jimmy Fallon would be uh, would just wait and work that work that line over and over again, and it just it was mediocre to start with, but it's you know it was, it was like the the standing ovation you know in 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 their, it seems like in their mind oh. just takes forever to get to get uh, you know move or for the, the, their their own time. They, they spend their own time laughing at their own joke. I really so. enjoy our time more together. If you'd stop mentioning Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm being hazed. <laughs> yeah. Still, I'm the new guy. I'm still getting hazed by Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Comedy. Okay. Well, Jay Leno. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Craig Ferguson. Touche. Touche. Oh. <laughs> Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. That's the guy that's milking his accent. Oh, I'll move on. Hey, now. Having Doug Stanhope on a, on a, on Slappercast is just uh, it's monumental. Yeah, it really is, and it's, it's huge. true. And, and and one of the other things too, I'll bring this up with him as well, 
is the rapport and the, you know, when you mention somebody that's, that's, and obviously, you know, you heard him, you heard him on the phone, you heard him speak. He doesn't give a fuck. He just doesn't care that we're excited to have him. He's just happy to, to give, to give some of his time. And, you know, hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll sell some of his books for him and, you know, spread the word, that kind of stuff. But the, you know, he's given, he's, he's giving of himself. He's just, you know, but, and that, that's been the word on the street. Like if you talk and you tell people that, you know, such and such a celebrity and this person and that person, some people that, that, that might stretch the truth will say, Oh yeah, yeah, I know them. It's, it's a bit, you know, and then you'll hear a story or an anecdote or something, or just with, with everybody that said they've known, and I mean everybody that I've talked to about Doug Stanhope, which has been a lot over the past few weeks, uh, every single person has said, "Good, good person, good." You know, yeah, I know him, and a lot of people in Houston. So he's 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 got comedy roots here. Yeah. He's got you yeah. know he's obviously done. Yeah, but they all speak so highly of him. Yeah. They all just that's that was the that was the the oh wow moment when I said that's that's. You know that's a common thread. This isn't, you know. I know Jimmy Fallon. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and he's a he's a, he's really good. You know, he's a really good back scratcher. No, he's not. He would be looking for that. Cool. There he is. Yeah, I'm trying to get a decent angle on this. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Does that work? Looks good. It'll have to work. Yeah. Tracy's very upset that she's not here. I, uh, my my manager's wife is a huge fan. Oh, what? really? I didn't know anybody heard of us. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Your uh, your your mohawks changed since yesterday. Well, it's it's got bleach in it. Oh. I'm re dyeing it. <laughs> I, I I thought since this. Was it going to happen again that I'd go ahead and bleach it? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Didn't see the Twitter message until just now. That's all right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm completely fucked. I use <laughs> Hotmail, but I can't get it on my phone. And... Well, man, it's great to have you. We're, uh, we're, we're very, very excited. Big fans, all of us. Well, now um, I need a cocktail. Hey, lady, can you get yeah. me make a cocktail? <laughs> the usual. There's, there's grapefruit in there. Make it a double, please. We're gonna we're gonna torture him. So what have you done with your COVID? God, we're just uh, we we broke the rules a couple of times. We've we've gone out to um, we went up the Midwest uh, just to get out to make sure the van still works and um, done all kinds of you know anything to to break the monotony of staying at home. You know. And, uh, oh. How are you holding up in Bisbee? Are they treating you right? Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah, there's no monotony here. I never get bored. <laughs> I could tell by the by the bleach and the colors. Yeah, you're 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 well contained. I like that. Yeah, this will be well bleached by the time we're done. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, just and just so you know, so Eric's over here. Eric's the, Eric's the sleek one, and Chad's running the sound. He's a He's bass and vocals. Uh, Eric's drums and vocals. I'm vocals and guitar. And uh, but, like I said, we, you know, I, I read your book. Of course, watched your videos for forever, and uh, just I'm sure you know. But you've got a ton of people in Houston 
Texas here that just think the world of you. And uh, I love Houston. Yeah, Houston. I, I think I, I recorded my first three CDs back in the day in Houston. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, people have. Uh, usually, when people say I know somebody famous, you know, you can tell it's a line of shit. But we're we're uh, the people that have told us about you all have the same thing to say about you. They're all huge fans and how genuine you are. And we can cut this out too, I know. Um, but just how how it, just talented, big-hearted you are. So we were thrilled to get your... I'm uh, very happy we, to be here. I'm a huge fan as well, just because you're Irish rock. And I, I, <laughs> I said to Tracy, uh, Irish, Irish rock is kind of like uh, reggae. Like you, you either like the entire genre or you don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, we we do a lot of other stuff too, and and you know, and I have to admit, I just want to get this off the off the uh, thing first. A little stalker move I, I pulled a while back. I, I saw the Bisbee uh, on, you know, I looked it up on on the map, and because I love the desert, I love that love that area. We've played in Vegas, we've played in uh, we played in Arizona, we've done, um, you know, but the, I just love it out there, and I and I looked up uh, little places out there. Just, yeah, uh, you know, and what a gorgeous town! You, 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 you nailed it with your uh, location. As soon as you drive through that tunnel, you're like, "What the fuck? This is fucking crazy beautiful." And and and, and obviously the people treat you well. Yeah, I don't really leave my house much. Uh, yeah, it's, I, 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 I'm going to the grocery store again, and uh, that's pretty much the only time I see people or the farmers market. Uh, but yeah, I, I have no reason to leave. That's wonderful, man. Yeah, uh, and then so so obviously, I mean, I, I'd spend all day, and, and like I said, I want to get the couple of things off the off the top. Uh, Jeff Vandenberg, uh, we we met him uh, Sunday before last up in Omaha, and yeah. uh, he put us in touch with you. So we wanted to say thank you to to him and J- John Nania for putting us in touch. So uh, you know, like I said, we're just thrilled to have you here. So I'd like to talk your ear off for a minute about many things. Absolutely. Yeah, Jeff's a fantastic guy. I haven't seen him in a while, but... Yeah, he's... Did you know yeah. him, or did you just... Uh, yeah, I just met him through John Nania, uh, it, also in, in Omaha. Uh, John and his wife, Sienna, uh, did a house concert for us. So we, we got to... They socially distanced everybody and had the garden full of tables and chairs, and just... They, they go all out. They, they did the... You know, they, they, they just... They, every time we come up there, they do something just spectacular like that for us you know oh shit we gotta get you here yes that would be awesome yes. well this this would be the stage <laughs> wow wow look at that Why did I lose yeah, this is where we have bands play up there just pull out the table and yeah whoa killer uh, Doug, not to sound like a stalker again, but my van is packed. Can we, uh, <laughs> can we start heading that way now? <laughs> I, 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 I'm in. Let's schedule it. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, and also another friend of yours, Slade Ham, talked to him this morning. Oh, wow. Slade, I haven't, I haven't heard from him in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's, we just, we had him on a few weeks back and just, and, but we've been friends with him for, for, for years and, yeah, he had a club in one of those fucking horrible places outside of uh, outside of Houston. Beaumont? Beaumont, yeah, that fucking, what a horrible, horrible <laughs> place. 
like I worked, I, I worked at his club, and I just ate shit every night. And I was, I was happy that no one liked me because I hated them, and I didn't want to give them any joy. <laughs> what, 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 are, what are some of your shit towns? What are some of your towns where you're like, we're not going back to this fucking place? Well, I, believe it or not, we, we, I know we give pe- the people shit that that don't book, you know, that we haven't played it. Dallas is a shithole anyway. But we're, we're just, it just seems like everything that we do, every time we play there, the club closes. <laughs> we leave and they <laughs> shut down. <laughs> and uh, Oklahoma, same thing. You know, we could, you know, you can't even catch a rash in, in Oklahoma, which is, you know, I think yeah. that's their, mo- their state motto is rash for all or whatever. It's yeah. nasty. Oh, but- oh, 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 Oklahoma is the second worst state to Indiana. <laughs> Indiana? Why, why Indiana? It's just every every part of it is shit. It's like uh, it's the same as Illinois. If Illinois didn't have Chicago, wow, wow, yeah, like fucking racist and stupid. And but yeah, Oklahoma the, the same. But yeah, they're not they're not shy in Oklahoma about about stupidity. We've 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 run into that firsthand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking it's it's grimacing. <laughs> and then and let me ask you too how is how, how's bingo doing bingo's fantastic she's uh she's still uh she's been making music again and she, she's uh we, we get another house where the quiet house where she stays and has all of her equipment set up so yeah she's making music and being goofy love it i love it and the dog you keeping the dog yeah, I think so. We're, we're we're working on it. He hasn't met the cat yet. Uh, <sighs> the cat's been gone for five days down at the Chaley's house. The, my Chaley's my manager and the producer of the podcast. Him and Tracy, they have a house that's connected to the through the back. So the cat's been staying down there because I I think this puppy would probably go after. Her, and he's a big fucking boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gorgeous. <laughs> you see Very that cool. fence? You see that gate? Yeah. Yeah, he vaulted that. Whoa. <laughs> He's a fucking puppy. I just tried to I tried to leave like to take out the trash and it fucking jumps over the fence. <laughs> I had a girl like that once, but we won't talk about that. Um so 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 the, your your book, A Digging Up Mother. I'm I'm waiting to get the the uh, no encore for the donkey when it comes out but but uh, just hats off. I mean, what a what a masterpiece. I, I just Thanks. Oh, and opening up with that, opening up with that, and then working through, I just, you know, and uh, Eric's read it too. It's Ch- it, uh, uh, Chad's listening to the, the, the your audio book right now. No longer for the donkey, yeah. I'm up to chapter 14 or so, I think. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, right. so, you know, I, I don't read stop signs. I don't read street signs. I don't like to read. I loved your book. I couldn't put it down. I gave it to my daughter. She's 16. She's a... Uh, she she read the first couple of chapters and then she and her friends were watching your mother review porn on the match. <laughs> so as soon as the, as soon as they got wind of your mother, they went to that. So it was just a uh, and and Eric and I uh, both uh, our favorite uh, near favorite part of the book is when you beat Dane Cook. Uh, oh yeah, I, I you know. And you know, the, to, to me, that's like the CEO beating the janitor. But that's you know, I'm, I'm biased, of course. I'm just a uh, uh, that was just a Eric was glowing about that when he 
when he read that. So, I'm just a great book. I'm just I'm so I'm so blown away by the by the book. And thanks. Yeah, I don't. I I, I keep thinking of what I can do to not have to go back on the road and do comedy anymore. But I, I think I'm <laughs> really. I think I'm topped out on books. You don't you you don't like the road? No, no, I don't like. Well, I, I like traveling. Yeah. I just don't like doing comedy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, it just feels like it's been 30 years. Like, what else do I have to talk about? I, just, I always feel like I'm just saying s- s- stuff I've said before with, you know, with new words. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of brilliant. It's, it's, it, it's brilliant because I, you know, I, I, the first rule is never recreate, you know, somebody's bit. I, I hate when people do that, but I, I tell people of, of the premise of these jokes, and they just can't be argued. I think it's, but again, I'm like I said, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan, so I'm I'm uh, not the right not the right person to. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will go back to the road, but when I you know sitting around for eight months, you're always thinking, well, what would I what would they do if the, if it never comes back? I don't want to do fucking twenty five percent sold out shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does, that doesn't make sense. And I watched you on a podcast with a, 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 a forgive me, a, a, her name. Uh, um, I think it was right out, right before the. I probably the, didn't the, know her name either. Yeah, she was good. She's great. She's a seems like a, a a pretty good comedian, and she's. Um, but I watched the podcast. And I was because I was going to ask what what would you if you could just you know everything back to normal right now. Where would the first place that you would just want to play if you could you know just show up there. No, I don't say that's. A, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of places. I, I I would definitely go back. Go bananas in Cincinnati. Is this tiny little club? Uh, it's not too tiny, but uh, it's the only place where I'll do like multiple shows. I, I like to just do one show in a town and get the fuck out. But when I'm working stuff out, that'll probably be what I would go back to first and do a full week to work out you know new material or even old material that I have no idea how it goes. <laughs> I mean, this is the shit I was doing in March when everything shut down. I'd have to relearn that as well as anything new. But yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not itching to go anywhere. Uh, I, I miss flying. <laughs> you miss the, miss the pat downs and the. Um, yeah, no, I, I I I I love fucking airport drinking. I, I miss <laughs> airport bars. Getting shit faced in first class. But uh, yeah, there's nothing out there that I'm longing for road-wise. What's what's a a town that you have a following that you were very surprised? uh, That's a good question. All right, here's uh, uh, the the opposite of that. I love Reno. Reno is a fucking great town, and I've never had a following there. Really? Yeah, I don't think anyone really stays there. That's true. Um, That's true. It's kind of like a bus station city. <laughs> yeah. When we played yeah. Vegas, we we, we yeah. never saw the same people in the, in the next set. It was it was so tra- it just they disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas. I, I we we do well there. We play the plaza and uh, but Vegas is a destination. People will go. Oh, stand up's playing Vegas. Now we have a reason to go to Vegas. No one says that about Reno. <laughs> and it's a way better town than Vegas. Where do you go next? Uh, Kima. <laughs> Where? Just, 
just down the road. Yeah, we're we're not going to be on the road again probably until next year. I'm, I'm guessing. So all right, well, we'll, we'll definitely work out uh, how to get you to Bisbee. That'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, we're, Texas, we're... Te- Texas is pretty wide open now, isn't it? Yeah, for the yeah, moment. They don't, yeah, they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sometimes you you go uh, maybe I should play places I hate just to because I'm not worried. I have enough distance from stage that I wouldn't be worried. And uh, maybe we maybe I want to start a spreader event. <laughs> go to towns I fucking hate, and uh, yeah, don't, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah buddy, up. high five yeah. each other, lick each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and the more outdoor stuff you can do, the better. You know, anyway, and, and I need to ask you about Edinburgh oh, wait, wait, as well. Actually, no. What, what if I if I booked myself as a comedian that I don't like? And that way, all their fans show up, oh. give each other the COVID. Write this down. Somebody write this down. <laughs> two, two words, Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I don't know who, I, I don't know enough about what goes on in comedy anymore because I'm never around it. I even, you know, when I'm on the road, if, I, if I'm working with another comic, it's someone I've known for years. So I don't know the new kids. So I don't have any comics I really hate. Yeah. Do you have any that you like that people would be surprised that you like? Any comedians? Uh, yes, I do because uh, I, I'm not getting a name right away. But I, 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 I'm sometimes reticent to like retweet a comic because I know my fans would hate them, and I like I want to retweet their dates or their, and I. But I know my fans would just use that as a fuck that person. <laughs> so I just bring more hate on them by promoting them. It kind of sucks. Uh, do you have Do you have a band like that? Millions, <laughs> millions that that you like that you go. Ah, I I can't really retweet your thing because. Yeah, well, ours ours is completely different. We have a we got into trouble for uh, like posting dates or events that didn't that we weren't playing at. We got into a lot of trouble. Uh, not the trouble, but you know, people just got pissed off, and they seemed to just die on the on the vine, or or just die where they lay. You know, w- when we post it, because they had no, uh, we weren't playing it, so we couldn't do like a charity event or something. So we post it, and it would just go nowhere. And so right. I tell people, I say I'll do it on my personal page, but I can't put it on the band. You know what I mean? You just get. Right. What, what guest have you had on the podcast that you got the most shit about? <laughs> Nobody, nobody. <laughs> there. Uh, well, we started this off. So, so, so the bald guy, the good-looking guy over there, he's got. It was his idea to do, to start, start this podcast. And my, you know, I started thinking commitment. We are going to have to be in a certain place, a certain time, all the time. And I was thinking once a month. He was thinking once a week, and he won. And I just <laughs> not, you know, not happy about that. But now I love it. So, so we didn't even. We, we didn't even look as far as going into guests. And then, of course, we had Slade on. We had a friend of ours, Cindy, on. We had some local musicians on. And, and you know, everybody, you know, the numbers go way up when you get somebody that everybody likes, you know. Um, yeah. And then they, they kind of go stagnant or, or you know. Yeah, well, I, I, it was just by phone, but we had uh, uh, Mike, the bassist from Nickelback, on. But... And I know how much everybody hates Nickelback, but they're so used to it. Like no one even bothers to flick, 
conflict me shit about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to have uh, – this is Julia. She's going to be a seat filler. She'll tell you about Bisbee. You can ask her a couple questions, and I'll be back in about 90 seconds because she says if I don't rinse this out, my hair will fall out. So please, oh, yes. here's Julia. She's cute, <laughs> and she's wearing Daisy Dukes that you can't see. <laughs> me too. Damn it. Good answer, Julia. Hi. Hi, how are you? How's it going? Good. Good. How are you? Oh, you, he's copying your hair. Yeah. 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 Crazy or, or just colorful? Or it's, my hair's not colorful. Whatever. Just blonde. How's it going? How's your day? Doing do, do, wonderful. How, how's yours? It's pretty good. Just dying hair and hanging out. This is this is Eric. Eric needs his hair dyed too. I got a little gray right there coming through. I gotta even it out a little bit. I can touch it up for you. Don't worry. Thank you. Not licensed, but I can do it. Well, we'll keep it under the table. And are you? You're not from Bisbee, are you, Julia? Yeah, I am. I grew up here. Did you? Yeah, moved in here when I was ten. So yeah, I'm 22 now. So yeah, pretty much grew up here. Fantastic. But yeah, it's a great town, though. It's fun. That's what it. I, I told Doug I kind of stalked him when I heard the. I, he did this bit in New York where he was pointing at the audience, and I know you won't believe this, but he was pointing at the just laughing in their face about living on top of each other in this essential squalor. You know, they can't move and they can't. And he's laughing at them to their face about paying everything that they make on rent and food, you know. And he says, I'm in Bisbee, I have the whole world to myself. And I thought to myself, what a genius. There's space. There's space. space. And it's space. beautiful. Yeah. Like as hell. Oh, wow. It's white. Nice to meet you, Julia. It was nice, nice meeting you guys, too. Julia, you want to get the red, and you can do that while we talk. It's yeah. In the, uh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Cool. I guess they left the game too long. Uh, yeah, the, the, the dye is in the, the new, new bathroom. Yes, I, I, I know Julia because... Uh, Years ago, her father, when he was uh, only the sheriff, uh, not the sheriff, the police sergeant, shut down a, a party here for noise complaints. <laughs> Actually, it was for language complaints. That, oh, that's it. I think I think I talked about that in uh, the book. I don't know which book, but yeah, we had our friend uh, doing stand-up comedy on this stage, talking about how she has oh. three kids and her pussy now looks like a <laughs> it, it swallowed a dog that chewed its way out. <laughs> and, uh, I, and I was just pacing around the yard, going, "Oh, the fucking every neighbor in the, can hear every bit of this." And then the cops showed up, and uh, then the next year they showed up at the same party, the Saturday before Super Bowl, same cop. And the cop walked in, saw eighty people in the yard, and he's the, the first time, and he said, "All right, first question." Everyone's staring at him. They walk through the gates. He can't see that there's a massive party because of the slope opens the gates and there's all these people staring at him, including the performer on stage. And after a pregnant pause, he just said, all right, first question, why weren't we invited? Like, oh, this cop's really cool. And then the next year, Saturday before Super Bowl, same cop came again. And he goes, why weren't we invited again? So the, the next morning I called the police station and gave an open invite to all the cops to come to the Super Bowl, which they declined, but I thought it was funny. So yeah, then that guy just started hanging out, and now he's a justice of the peace. Oh, nice one! Yeah. Can I ask a serious question, Doug? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be a lot of people these days can't take a joke anymore. 
Yeah, yeah. No, the fucking anger on uh, on Twitter is palpable. Yeah. What mm-hmm. What do you think's happened to people that they can't laugh at things that might be a little bit uh, abrasive, or they take every joke so seriously that they have to invoke the cancel culture? I mean, has that affected you at all? No, not at Personally? all. Okay. You can only cancel someone uh, you, if they have a, a a job that you can take away. Mm. Like if you have a, a sitcom or you're, you're you know, a Burger King endorsement that, that you can lose. The only way you can cancel me is to get my fans to stop buying tickets. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm somewhat immune, but, uh, and I don't, I, I, I don't think it's audiences or that. Well, I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I only have my audience. I don't do shows where I drop in at the comedy store and do 15 minutes. People come to see me or I'm not playing. Like, uh, I, I don't, do those kind of gigs so because enough people would hate me it's it's like death metal if you don't want to hear it you really don't want to hear it right there's <laughs> no a small fraction of people that that would be into it but you can't play it at a wedding it's a, that's it that's a great point too because we, we we're playing a uh we're playing a show on sunday uh, th- this will air on the, this coming Tuesday, but we're playing a show on Sunday. It's 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 not for it's not uh, for a church. It's at a church, and it's going to be a thing. So we we do a different we do a different kind of show. It's the same songs. We just yeah. we just leave out a few of the words, and, and and it's good it's good to go. But again, this Irish stuff is so. And again, it's not all Irish, but it's so infectious and it's upbeat and it's yeah. it's you know it's it, it's it. so so you can you can play it anywhere again weddings we've played them and i explain to them i say you need to go get a a, a smooth you know you need to go get a, a a variety band i said we're not and you know because you have to remember you like us and your fiance likes us but your new mother-in-law's Exactly. Yeah. I, I've I've turned down every one of those after you make the mistake a couple times. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll change. No, no, you you gotta understand. We're huge fans. Yeah, but your friends aren't going to be. Yes, and it, and, and and that's coming back to you for booking it. So yeah, and and they're gonna hate me, and, and I, I'm gonna have to stop my set and go. But he likes me. <laughs> he told me this would be funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get him. Uh, what about? Have you played in Ireland before? Oh yeah, yeah. I've, uh, well, yeah, Dublin uh, a lot, and that Kilkenny thing that still follows me around. Irish women are too ugly to rape. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And, and Edinburgh is, is that? I, I won't tell the story, but if anyone cares to Google it, you can find it. <laughs> Excellent, actually. And, and, and is, is Edinburgh? Is obviously it's not happening. Um, uh, well, probably won't happen in twenty twenty one, right? The Edinburgh Comedy Festival. No, no idea. I, 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 I'm done with that. I did it three times: two thousand two, four, and six. Oh. And the last time, I this is fucking stupid. It's just insane amounts of people and it's way too much stress and no one's having fun. They're just desperate to try to not lose too much money. So yeah, yeah, I I love, I love crashing festivals. I don't like playing them that much, but it's always fun to be around that many comedians, but the ones like everyone takes such a bad beat. I think it was almost $16,000 was the average 
that comedians lose to perform for the month there. Wow. It's just a weird fucked up system. Yeah. It's a owe, owe your soul to the company store kind of system that uh, but I, I still go and play Edinburgh just not during the festival just not, okay okay and, it's, and, and, and in Europe what's your favorite do you have a favorite area to play? I, 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 I when when I talk about the UK I include Ireland because it's come on it's <laughs> close it's enough. maybe not technically but you go alright it's you know, it's the south yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, technically, Louisiana's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Ireland is my favorite. Uh, Scotland and then England is my least. Uh, <laughs> London is fucking awful. Really? Yeah, I hate London. Uh, for the same reasons I hate New York that you were just uh, uh, talking about. But it's way worse than New York because at least New York makes sense. You know, I know I, I, if I'm on 78th Street, I know if I go a block, it'll either be 79th or 76th. Yeah, the streets make sense. London doesn't make any sense. You don't know where you are. It's It was built for fucking horse and buggies, and now they have traffic on them, and you almost get killed by rear view windows on a bus that are edging over the sidewalk. That's crowd control. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. not. It's it's in Dublin. They don't put the signs on the streets. It's just small enough that they go. Ah, he's all right. He'll find his way. You know. But there's no street signs. Everywhere you, yeah. you and sometimes you look up in a building and it's it's on the third floor of the outside of the building. This sign and you know and you're just you know I I grew up there and I I just I still don't know my way around and and you know I, I never took time to learn the streets because it's tiny. Now people are talking to me about the. I, I've never I've never uh, never been to uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, Gorgeous, beautiful, and you you would kill there. You would, yeah, absolutely... I, I, and I would assume that I have enough of a fan base because I always get shitty emails about why aren't you playing here. Yeah, uh, and I, for some reason, I know my my manager Brian Hennigan. He's a Scotsman, and he fucking hates Ireland. He hates Scotland too, but he hates <laughs> Ireland. He hates the Irish, and I don't know if it's a personal thing where he doesn't want to book me there because he doesn't want to go. He always comes when I'm playing anywhere in Europe. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's what, what the deal is there, but I know I'm scheduled. I think that's one of my first dates that got pushed to next year is Dublin. Uh, it's still on the books, but I, March or April, but who fucking knows what's going to well, happen. They just, got, they just got shut down again. They're just locked down for six weeks now. So um, as of, I think it was yesterday. I mean, very, very recently they shut down the, the whole country went on lockdown again. So, um, that's what Hennigan was saying. Yeah, so they should have, you know, I, I think at the end of six weeks, they'll know one way. Oh, well, who, who knows? I, I'm, I'm tired of guessing. Yeah. I'm tired of, you I know, mean, we, we, yeah, we, we played. Eight months ago, we assumed we'd be fucking on the road having this conversation somewhere in a bar. Yeah. 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 And do, 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 uh, do, you, do you pick up, uh, obviously, when you talk to these, I think that the, of course, I'm biased, of course, but I think that the Irish and the Scottish, they're, just everyday banter is as funny as some of these. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. No, he- hecklers are over there are usually funnier than the comedian they're watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I can't get over the banter. I just can't get over how they how they talk. I say they because I've been living in you know the states since '87, but uh, 
I, I just can't get over how funny just off, you know, and the, 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 you know, the, the, the nicknames they come up for their politicians and stuff like that, just as they're born, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Yep. All right. Thank you, Julia. Sorry. I just had to say goodbye. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, 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 like New England, Boston, Boston is like, they're just genuinely funny people. Like all the Boston comics, I don't know if it's the accent, what it is, but, uh, and the UK has a lot of that, the same. Yeah. That's, that was my first stop. I, I moved to Boston when I first came to the States I went straight to South Boston and without even knowing, just kind of just, just straight over there. And uh, uh, Eric's from up and around that area. Eric knows that area too well. Only too well. Where, where from? I'm from New Hampshire, actually. Northern, way northern New Hampshire, up by the Canadian border. All right. when, I, when I was older, we used to go to Boston all the time to see shows and, and, and hang out down there because it was the closest big city that we had. How old are you? 51. All right, so yeah. I, I bet you went to Worcester a lot more because the Centrum took all the good shows out of Boston. Where I, when I grew up, I grew up in Worcester, and they made the, yeah. the Worcester Centrum, and then all the play, bands that would usually go to Boston came to us. Yeah, the uh, if we wanted to go see it when I was growing up, if we saw a big show, we'd hitch over to Portland, Maine, to go to the Civic Center over there. But I remember being in college, and we saw Live in Color at the Lowe's. In, in, in Worcester. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 the Lowe's. Theater, yeah. 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 Wow, that's a, that's a memory. Yeah. Uh, my, when my brother was in high school, he did a battle of the bands at Lowe's. It's the only time I was ever in there. Jeff? Yeah, weird, like, tiered, like, levels and shit like that, like, going down to the stage and stuff like that. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't miss it, but... Uh, Fair enough. Fucking hate <laughs> I hate New England too. I hate a lot of places, I guess. Fair enough. Maybe I'm just a miserable person. <laughs> Maybe those places just suck. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I did notice that uh, last time we did a, a New England tour, uh, ugliest fucking people. It's uh, it's it's hard living up there. You know, it's it's hard country. We were up there. We were up there last summer to go. My, my parents go up there to Vermont for the summer because they got the Texas heat, and we were up there, and it's 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 rough up there, man. Especially where I grew up, it's it's definitely banjo country up that way. Houston's a shitty uh, city, but uh, I had so many fucking great stories. It's it, Houston's like Phoenix, where it's so spread out. There's no like center of anything. No, but I had so many fucking <laughs> weird things happen to me in both of those cities. Where did you play when you came here? In no. Houston, uh, yeah. well, it used to be the the uh, laugh stop. Laugh stop in Bushbury. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they're still around. Uh, I think so. I would. I don't. Do you remember the Allen Park Inn? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The stories we have of that place. That. Did you stay there? Yeah, that's where the laugh stop would put you up at the Allen Park Inn. So. <sighs> Top drawer, <laughs> man. That's high living. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get. I used to go. I used to go for breakfast there because we we'd work in the bars and we'd go home and we we. You know, get in there in time for breakfast, and you could watch your your scrambled eggs crawl off the plate with the with the, with the roaches. Yeah, Houston was a big comedy scene back at that was uh, you know, mid late nineties, early two thousands, and you know Hedberg and Tom Rhodes. That you you can find posters of like 
just in a month. It's Louis C.K. and Hedberg. Because the, the guy that ran it, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he really loved comedy. He wasn't, he, he was one of the, the few club owners where you go, this guy's in it for the art and the embezzlement, it turns out. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he'd hang out at open mic night and, and nurture new comics and fuck with the bad ones. There was a guy that, he, he came religiously every open mic night and he just had these jokes that didn't even make sense. But, and he was, you could tell he's a little bit tappy. And so Mark, the owner says to him, he goes, perfect. Don't change a thing. All I'd suggest is next time wear a jumpsuit with a lot of chains. So the next <laughs> week here he is in this like workers overall jumpsuit with a lot of chains doing the same jokes and all the comics would you know race up when he was on and laugh hysterically you didn't know when to laugh but laugh and applaud <laughs> and just make this guy's fucking day I, I i remember one time some guy that was not part of a regular open mics came and he had like a presentation uh his act was like he was trying to fund like a trip to somewhere but he did it like as his act and if, with a fake Australian accent. And if you order right now, uh, and it was just horrible. So I went up and I, I sat in the front row and I just started masturbating <laughs> just to see how long before he broke character. And it wasn't very long. And he's like, and, and if you order right now, and uh, this gentleman, this guy's really, he's masturbating. He really is. And then another comedian came up and he started jerking off beside me. I'm mean, like, just oh keep God. going. Keep going. <laughs> and yeah, the owner was completely cool with it. He thought it was funny. The guy never came back to open mic. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fucking it was, it was It was a lawless room. That is fantastic. And, and again, going back to the people in Houston, everybody I talk to that, that says that they know you, T says the same thing says yes he'll do anything and he'll say anything but it's but it's real you know what i mean it's not a it's not a it's no you know it's not the guy lighting himself on fire or so, you know or the or the carrot top or the props of the this is a real guy I, and yeah i read the book and i knew that they knew you know that they knew you and so many people speak so highly of you here so i know that you've got a you've got a massive fan base here in town yeah yeah i guess i guess a lot of them are well if they're not dead a couple of the main ones are like Ralphie May and uh, our friend. She wasn't a comic, but she was a comic accomplice of sorts. They're both dead. Uh, trying to remember all the people. Fuck, we had so much fun. We took Ralphie May to that water park in Houston. And uh, uh -oh. so one of the, the biggest slide is like six stories of stairs you have to go up. So Ooh. Ralphie May carries his, you know, 500 pounds of fucking lumber up these stairs gets to the top and they say yeah you're too big you can't get you can't go down this and like, you just made the fucking guy walk up fucking sick you didn't know he was coming yeah uh so yeah uh, i ended up getting all our money back for them fat shaming my friend and embarrassing him in public okay oh, uh, yeah yeah a lot of he's uh, Alan Park Inn, I remember I got a hooker there once from the back of the uh, the whatever the weekly is. It, back it, when you had to get, yeah, before the internet, you had to get hookers out of the weekly. The paper, yeah. 
Yeah, she it said like five two, blonde hair, hundred and eighteen pounds. Yeah, that sounds fine. No picture. Yeah, it doesn't say she's forty eight years old and probably had nine kids. And I and I know her mother. That's the sad part. There was no porn at the Allen Park Inn, and I remember I was, I had come home. I was pretty drunk after the show, and I was watching Trading Places. And I go, wow, I guess if I had to jerk off to something, there's that like three second tit shot of Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis but I'm not yeah. fucking 13 years old anymore. So I get this hooker and she was so ghastly. I, she, she got down, she started blowing me. Like I'm very polite. Like I can't slam a door in a poor lady's face and go, you should not be doing this for a living. And she was like really into it and she started blowing me and I'm looking around the room like I have an audience. Like I'm holding my hands up going, what am I going to do? And then she takes off the rest of her clothes and she was a puppy mill. It was just like the grandma cartoons from old Playboys, uh, you know, Jim Sock tits. And and she got, got up to mount me and I, I just invented a fetish and I said, you know what I really like? I, I, I just want you to sit on the other bed and watch. <laughs> now I got trading places on behind her while I'm trying to jerk off and just make enough product like she feels good about herself. Just come a little bit. <laughs> I've gone from not wanting to, uh, you know, uh, jerk off to trading places to paying $185 to close my eyes and think about Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> wow. Oh, you have plenty of books left in you, my friend. You have to remember them. Stevens and Pruitt was the radio. I yes. had radio the next day, and I went on. I go, I told the story, and they, at first they thought it was a bit I was getting into. I go, no, this just happened last night. Let's call. I brought the fucking weekly with me. So, hey, let's call this fucking escort service and jack them up on the air for fucking false advertising. <laughs> And I go, we could get sued. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? It's a prostitution ring. Yeah, they're not coming after anybody. Right. Fucking corporate ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. Doug, what are you drinking today? Uh, she made this fucking awful drink, and I'm glad she's gone so I can make a better one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come along with me. Yeah. We'll make a cocktail together. What are you well, guys drinking? We're just drinking coffee right now because uh, yeah. we got shit to do. But so, Terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, I'm drinking. Oh, that's why she used fucking grapefruit Perrier. That's not grapefruit and soda. Oh. Ah. Let me prop you up here. Get okay, ice. Okay, here. That's great. This cocktails with Doug. Yeah, I got my hair done. I'm bartending all during a podcast. Jeez, nice. What? A- if that's not the definition of 2020 multitasking, I don't know what is. I'm glad I figured out the fucking Zoom thing. I'm obviously I'm terrible at uh, anything with technology. <laughs> Two of us. That's, that's cool. We're, we're kind of new to Zoom as well. Yeah. I, I, again, that whole Skype thing that I tried to work out failed miserably. I still get that the Skype ringtone is triggering to me. <laughs> is <it? laughs> when I play these extended runs in London, it'd be at the Leicester Square Theater for fucking three weeks or five weeks. And then I would just talk to Bingo by Skype. It was the only human interaction I had. 
and I was just always so miserable and depressed over there. So uh, every, every time I hear that boop, 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 boop of Skype, it just makes me feel misery uh, of London. Yeah. I'll do it. So ha- have you given any thought to these drive, drive-in uh, theater kind of settings for, uh, for stand-up? Or have you any of that no. appeal to you? No. Just... No, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm such a creature of habit. Like, even little things like, oh, well, uh, like you, 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 when you're uh, early on doing TV shows where, oh, yeah, we're going to give you, we're going to mic you up on your collar so you don't need a handheld mic. And I'm like, no, I need a mic in my hand. I don't know what to do without a mic in my hand. I, I'm, I'm, I'm limited in my skills. <laughs> I, I completely understand. Uh, we're, we're, you know, like I said, we broke the rules. I, I talked the lads into jumping in the car and going up the Midwest and just, we didn't play to a, to a whole lot of people, but the people that came out were just so into it and, and told us afterwards and, you know, beforehand too, that they were just, they really needed something like that, which is, yeah, you know, as a... Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of comic friends that are doing those shows and they say people are so overly gracious for them coming out. Uh, but I'm, I'm not that guy. And I'm also pretty high risk after 40 years of smoking. Yeah. The uh, the, the 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 other thing that I, I have to commend you on too, you you mentioned in the book many times. Now, is it that you you do you dislike acting? Is that correct? I just I'm shit at it. Uh, you see, I disagree. I I, I saw that that bit with that, that clip on uh, was it Louis C.K. on, on his? Uh... Yeah, well, that's that's different. That's basically playing exactly myself. <laughs> It was still, it was still brilliant. I, I watched that, and I just, you know, I, I never saw. Uh, I've seen, you know, uh, Louis C.K. on TV. I've seen a couple of his things. I wasn't, I wasn't, I, it wasn't one of my favorite comedians, but uh, I saw that clip, and it was, it blew me away. It was complete. So, yeah, I, I uh, and and I didn't see any of the, much of the Man Show. Uh, Adam Carolla is not. A, I like Jimmy Kimmel, uh, but uh, that, that uh, my comedy kind of leans a lot more to you and to the the. the the Hedberg and the the, you know, that's that that style. But the Billy Burr, I like yeah, I like I like Bill Burr. Burr. I like yeah. Uh, I, I I still think that uh, people that do people that do these routines like I love Gaffigan and stuff like that. To me that and and, uh, and who are we talking about? Eric um, Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Brian, Brian oh, Regan. Yeah. Just you know, and, and they could do the same show and same bits over and over and over again. And it's funny. Yeah, I, I I always wish that I, like I had some B act like where I, that like at all occasions uh, that was appropriate for weddings. Like, I wouldn't even know how to write those jokes. But if if I could, like I would love to play um, Antarctica. That fucking whatever that I can't remember the name of the station there. Like, it would be great. But I I like we talked about with weddings. I would not go over well. I wish I had some of this cruise ship act that I could pull out <laughs> so I could go to places and uh, on on their dime. What, what, what is your creative process like? I mean, you just kind of like, like if you had to write for, if there's a tour coming up in, a, in six months and you had to write for it, what, how would you start? Um, the only shit I've written down in the last eight months are things that I, I know are evergreen topics. I'm not writing COVID fucking jokes down because... They'll, they'll be burned out and 
probably irrelevant by the time I'm on stage again. So right. yeah, uh, the the addiction that has uh, crippled me the most in my career is comfort. That's a premise I wrote down. Okay, <laughs> I can I I can flesh that out. Uh, so yeah, when it comes crunch time, it's usually when you put out a new you know special and you go, all right, I burned that. Can't do any of that again. What do we have left that didn't make the special that I can? You know, stretch out. What else is new? What's in the fucking news today? Mm-hmm. Uh, anything. But yeah, the, my creative process is waiting till the last minute going, oh, fuck, I don't have an act. Yes. <laughs> Let me get a notebook. And let's just slave over it. You have a ton more books left in you. I can tell just by your, I mean, just by the, the you know, that's, that's, that's nice to be able to fall back on. I've read this. Uh, I, I've been promoting this everywhere. This comic named Sam Talent wrote a book. It's fiction, but it's a life of the shitty, washed up old comic. Uh, it's called Running the Light, and it's one of the best books I've read, much less by far the best book about stand up comedy I've ever read. That's just accurate to a to a to a T, uh, and that made me think. But like, I'm glad I didn't read that while I was writing my book because I go, oh, my book's shit compared to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that kind of it, it's inspiring to like I, I I could I could write that fucking well if I if I put my mind to it. So maybe maybe I'll I don't know short stories. I don't know. <laughs> did you ever read any Bukowski? Yeah, yeah, I did. Not the poetry. Even, even even Bukowski couldn't suck me into fucking reading poetry. Fair enough. <laughs> he a, has, lot the, uh, a lot of the realism in the stuff that you read. I don't know about. if it's Notes of a Dirty Old Man or uh, it's one of I think it's, it's that one. It's the diary. Oh, page 27. Yeah. Oh, is it Diary? Yeah. I have that same book. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. He has uh, one one piece uh, about trying to suck your own dick mm-hmm. and he says uh, and anyone who's ever tried to suck their own dick only knows the pain the tearing of the muscle sheaths your toes locked in the bed rungs your knees behind beside your ears uh, your asshole twitching like a dying sparrow in the frost and what really <laughs> hurts is that you always miss by just a quarter of an inch, but it may as well be in a, an eternity or 40 miles. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought I detected some Bukowski influence and when I was listening to your audiobook. Um, particularly, it, it left to mind, and I can't remember the exact phrase, but it's when you were talking about the drama that was going on with, with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Uh, and you were describing the kind of predicament that Johnny was in, and it was just this beautiful description of his of his of his predicament. I was like, "Wow, that, that's so poetic," you know. But you, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah there were, I, I, I had a few hits in that last book where I went, yeah. "How fucked up was I when I wrote that?" <laughs> I, I think I'm just even with comedy. I think I've always just been a a, a good mimic. Like I, pre- I, 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 I'm, I'm mimicking being a writer when I write, and I'm mimicking stand-up comedy when I do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like this is necessarily organic. I'm just pretending to be something all the time. Mm. But that, yeah, that's the shit you think about at three thirty in the morning when you're still up on a Tuesday. Who, who were some of the first comics that that kind of 
that you feel like you mimicked when you're first getting well, started? Dice was the one that got me into it. Dice was huge at the time and comedy was still huge at the time, you know, 1990. And I would just quote Dice's. I knew his album by heart and I would quote it all the time. And I, uh, and I, I was offered a, a gig and I said, that's not my material. That's Andrew Dice Clay's this new comic. And they, but just knowing that I could get a, on stage if I just, I, so I started writing my own shit which was fucking awful. And I remember trying not to sound like dice. I, I don't want to sound like dice, but I still have, there's still YouTube clips out there with me. I'm talking three months into comedy. I'm talking out of the side of my mouth with a weird accent. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> I don't remember trying to not sound like myself, but I do remember trying to not sound like dice. So I, maybe that was my not dice voice. <laughs> Do you agree that there's way too many comics now? Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I know when I started in Vegas in 1990, there was maybe eight to a dozen local comics. And uh, now like even Tucson, like open mic night, they have to like, cut off the, the list at 40. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And bigger cities, they just like do lotteries, I guess. Yeah, I, I, have you been watching the Comedy Store series on uh, HBO? No. Yeah, it's it's, it's, the, it's a limited series. I think it's going to be five or six episodes. They just got to the third one, and it's the history of the Comedy Store, and it's fucking brilliant. Oh, cool. I don't know if anyone still has HBO. I do. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, I guess we're all old, except for the pretty one there with the long hair. <laughs> I'm the oldest. I'm the old thank you. I just if I if, if if this was on a, a bigger screen, I would probably be able to guess all your ages. I'm, I have a fucking good knack for it, but right now you're a thumbnail with good, a lot good, good, good. Yeah, well, yeah we're, we're we're gonna try to we're gonna try to forget this year. We're gonna try to add on a lot of years. We're gonna be like the Stones. We're just not we're not, not gonna stop playing. So, well, yeah, Irish rock. Come on, you get that fucking. That one guy that is the the most famous guy that's Shane McGowan. Yeah, yeah. He if if he's the one that you have to just look a little bit better than him, you're fine. But <laughs> well, he's only 17 years old, I think. He's pretty. Uh, but um, yeah, I heard he get his teeth fixed, and I thought, wow, ruining the brand. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I uh, couldn't believe that when it happened. That's an old documentary about him when he was all, you know, shatter toothed. Yeah. That was probably 20 years ago I saw that documentary. It, it, it like, hurt to look at his teeth. Like, did the, would they even, they'd probably fall out if he ate a donut. It looks like one, man. <laughs> they yeah. just break off little yeah. brittle shards. The nubs, yeah. Oof. But uh, yeah, the, the the comic thing though that drives me up the wall, and again, it's it, it's 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 too it's like like you said, those open mics with the forty people on on the on the list is uh, we, we played in Wichita, Kansas, the uh, week before last, and there was an open mic thing before us, and these guys are getting up with a, with, with, with a phone, and they're 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 oh, that makes me fucking crazy. Yes, <laughs> like I don't, I never minded someone who had notes, but the phone is now connected with you're on Twitter and you're not paying attention to me. Like, that's what 
anytime someone's in the public and just sitting on their phone, you go, oh, you don't really want to be here. So that yeah. when someone's looking at their notes, you go, what are you checking text messages during your fucking set? No, no, because they didn't even bother to, to, to write the joke. They just they just read from what they had you know what the yeah. idea, or you know, just try. Yeah, you know, try to. It's like a band having music stands all over the thing with the sheet music and turning it as you play. You know, a rock yeah. band. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's no. There's no room. It's funny because that's that. exactly how Bingo. She, Bingo cannot remember the lyrics if she's played her own song a thousand times. She has to sit there and read off the page. And yeah, that if if you saw that live, you'd go, fuck it. <laughs> A little bit more ambition, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I meant to say this too at the beginning of the thing. Don't keep an eye on the time too, because because we're uh, we're essentially bums right now, so we we keep yapping. So just keep an eye on the time. We don't want to. Yeah, well, I like I said, uh, my next gig is in April. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm forget that we're even recording this. I just. No, we're just hanging out. Like, oh yeah, you gotta yeah. put this shit out. I should keep an eye on the time so the listener doesn't fucking go. This podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, just from your name on there, it's a the they're they're watching. And, and, and we're and we're so grateful to have you. Like I said, we're just we're we're so so thrilled to to to, to take your time like this and thank you for for doing this. Yeah, what a, what a great. So we're very, very grateful to Mr. Jeff Vandenberg for, for the introduction. And also I have, I have Doug's personal phone number here if anybody wants it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Patreon level is that? Uh, it's just, just yeah, uh, yeah, first, first come, first serve. Yeah. Everybody, yes. thanks for listening. <laughs> Remember, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Say no to drugs. No. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, what is Say, say maybe. Yeah, two drugs, and also just just be nice to each other for love, of God. Remember, we got a bunch of stuff on uh, on our Blackguard store. Hit our website and uh, blackguards.com. Just go. Uh, Shows we, coming up. Yeah, we got the uh, Wildcatter Saloon, and um, yeah, and thanks everybody for coming out to see us at T Bones and coming out to uh, the Methodist Church out in uh, Cyprus. A uh, lot of fun, and uh, we love having you. And and we'll we're gonna have some new music and a video hopefully very very soon. So. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. See you guys. See ya.